Hello everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Now listen people of God, today or tonight's episode is one where we will explore and, and analyze how we as believers can fulfill our purpose. You see, I'm reminded of this person by the name of Les Brown, a great motivational speaker. And during his career, he shared this quote that I really believe will resonate with us today or tonight. And it simply states, the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled. The books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, all because someone was too afraid to take that first step, keep with the problem, or determined to carry out their dreams. Now, this statement resonates with me because I know fear is a real emotion. But I'm also aware that effort and determination and faith in the Lord to believe that if by faith I can overcome obstacles like fear or distractions or, or labels that people try to place on you, or me trying to find solutions to problems that are really out of my control. You see, people of God, with God, everything is possible. I want to say that one more time. With God, everything. It didn't say some things, but with, with God, everything is possible. Jesus said it like this. And he said this in the book of St. Matthew, chapter 19, verse 26. Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly possible or humanly speaking, it is impossible. But with God, everything is possible. People of God, we are living in a time in a season where we have listened to the wrong source. We've been held hostage against ourselves because we've, we've ac accepted certain outcomes. We just accepted the outcome. We never pushed the envelope. We stayed in our lane and we have become very stagnated, stale. We've lost our drive. We've diminished our faith because our fears keeps us from pursuing the things that God wants to do for you and wants to do in you. We've just lost it. But today or tonight's episode is entitled, let me give you the title of today or tonight's episode. It is entitled, It's All in the Push. <laughs> Say that with me. I'm ready to push. <laughs> okay, okay, I heard you that time. The word push 
simply means to press against with force, to drive or impel by pressure, or to endeavor to drive by steady pressure. You know, just to make an effort, to burst out, whether you're in the last trimester and the baby is ready to make its arrival, or the weightlifter when he has to exhort much pressure to lift the weights to maximize the person's weightlifting potential, or the singer whose time to sing in front of an audience, there's that pushing of the vocal cords that provides God's gift to be heard. It's all in how far you want to go. I want to say this one more time. It's all about how far you want to go, how far you want to excel, how far do you want to reach your goals? How far are you willing to go in order to experience the fullness of life that the Lord wants to provide for you to live every single day? Now, Philippians chapter 3, verse 14 says it like this. It says, I press... I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. God's word is saying here, I, I push myself. I push myself. I strain. I reach. For it's the push with the power of God working in my life that allows me to reach the end of the race. And this race is called fulfilling your purpose that the Lord created in you to live. And then there's the heavenly prize. Everybody loves prizes, right? <laughs> we all love prizes. And these prizes is waiting for us. It's waiting on us. And God is calling on everyone, everybody under the sound of my voice, all genres, all ethnicities of people. He is calling us to push toward everything God has in store for us. It's all in the push. Philippians 2.13 says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and power to do what pleases him. I want to read that verse one more time. Philippians, the second chapter and the 13th verse. It says, God is working in you, giving you the desire and power to do what pleases him. God is working in you. God is developing you. God is molding you, shaping you into his image. You have to understand God never leaves you nor forsakes you. God wants you to push yourselves with the help of his power working in your life to overcome all of the obstacles, all of the drama, 
all of the pain, all of the loneliness, all of those those temptations, God wants to work in you and he is working in you and he taps you all the time on doing things his way. When you do things God's way, then all of a sudden here comes the blessing, here comes the opportunity for you to overcome and push through these different challenges in life. He also gives you the desire and will to do what pleases him. In order to push, you have to have a desire to want to overcome. He gives you the mindset. He gives you the ability. He's gifted you. He has enabled you through his power to give you desire to want for better. He's given you the desire to fulfill your purpose and to do what pleases the Lord. But many times we like to please ourselves rather than pleasing God. And we find ourselves looking for more and more and more because those things do not bring total satisfaction. And that keeps you, it keeps you dependent on stuff rather than being fulfilled through the power of God. Now, first Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verses 16 through 18, it says, always be joyful. Always be joyful. You know, when I think about the word joy, I think about the word consistency. I think about when I think about the word joyful, I think about something that actually lasts a long time. You see, happiness comes and goes. It's based off of things rather than understanding that joy has to do with something that it actually covers you in your mind and in your heart and in your soul. Joy that's unspeakable. Joy is where it actually keeps you, whether you have a thousand dollars in your bank account or whether you have 10 cent in your bank account, whether you have a full tank of gas or whether you are riding on empty. <laughs> I always say riding behind the E, which I used to drive like that all the time. <laughs> but the scripture says, always be joyful never looking at things in the negative but always looking for things how it should be and how it will be changing your mindset when you understand the things that god has gifted you and when you have a desire to want to please him you will seek his face you will turn from your wicked ways you will seek the lord and the lord will provide Provide for you the joy that will bring lasting results for your life. 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, the 16th verse says, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. And the reality is, people of God, we belong to God. And so joy is connected to prayer. 
The more you pray, the more joyful you will be because you believe that God has heard your prayers and he is working whether you realize it or not. He could be working behind the scenes or he could be so active in your life. Everywhere you go, you can see God's hands directing you to peace, to joy, directing you to receiving everything that he created created for your life to really provide fullness of life. We belong to God. Be thankful for every situation, every circumstance. That's what the scripture says. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So as you push towards prayer, as you push with God's joy ringing in your spirit, and when you push towards always giving thanks to God, God's will will be fulfilled in your life. Now Mark chapter 5 verses 25 through 34 says, it says a woman was there who had been bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a lot under the care of many doctors and had spent everything she had without getting any better. In fact, she had gotten worse because she had heard about Jesus. She came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothes. I want to read that little piece again. She came up behind him in the crowd. Pretty much he, she pushed her way through the crowd and touched his clothes. She was thinking, if I can just touch his clothes, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. Her bleeding, when she touched the hem of his garment, her bleeding stopped immediately. And she sensed in her body that her illness had been healed. At that very moment, Jesus recognized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, don't you see the crowd pressing against you? Yet you ask, who touched me? But Jesus looked around carefully to see who had done it. The woman, full of fear and trembling, came forward. Knowing what had happened to her, she fell down in front of Jesus and told him the whole truth. She pushed her way in front of Jesus. Yes, she did. He responded, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace, healed from your disease. Now, some translations say she pushed through the crowd to touch Jesus. Now, I want you guys to understand something, people of God, that the push is significant because of the size of her obstacle. It's a large crowd. How can she be heard? How can she be healed? How can she receive the blessings that she so desperately wanted? She knew that 12 years was long enough. 
She knew that she could not just sit back waiting for other people to take care of her because she spent everything trying to invest in things that other people did not have an answer for for her life. And so she knew that she had to push her way to her answer. So the push is significant because of the size of the obstacle. She was labeled now, believe it or not, in those times, she was labeled as an unclean person, an outcast. And labels that could have prevented her in receiving her healing, she lived with those labels for years and years and years, 12 years of having the label unclean, not worthy, stay away from everybody else. You're not worthy of anything. Look at how many years she had been suffering from hemorrhages, 12 years. And the sad part is she was only getting worse. The doctors had no cure. She did not want her legacy to be about her issue. How about you? Do you want your legacy to be about your issues? Or do you want your legacy to be fulfilled through you pushing towards what God has in store for your life? To provide healing for your mind, for your heart, whether it's a physical condition, whether it's a spiritual condition, whether it's an emotional condition, whatever the issue is, and you know what your issues are. Some of it has to do with your past. Some of it has to do with coming up in a, in a household where you are being physically and emotionally abused. Some of it has to do with how you were labeled that you would never amount to anything. But it comes down to the push against those voices that's crowding you, crowding your mind, crowding your heart, crowding your spirit, those voices will try to taint your legacy. Those voices will try to impede their thought about you onto your life to keep you restricted, keep you in prison, handcuffed, never really pursuing the things of God. So the push is pursuing Jesus. When you pursue Jesus, Jesus will know when you have reached as far as you can go to touch him. It's all about the effort. It's all about really wanting to change the way you are. None of us like to have sin in our lives. And so will you allow sin to keep you in bondage? Or do you want to push through those crowds, push through the noise, push against those things that's trying to hold you back, breaking down those labels that tries to hinder you from moving forward in God. This woman did not want her legacy to, uh, to be about her issue. And with all this against her, she knew that her push, push towards Jesus and her faith in him would change her life forever. Because simply put, faith in Jesus and putting your faith in motion creates change. I want to say that one more time. Faith in Jesus and putting your faith in motion 
creates change. Your push and touching Jesus gets his attention. <laughs> I love the fact that we can touch God because we are willing to push against our fears, our worries, our anxiousness, our sin life. When we really push and touch Jesus, it gets his attention. The other thing that I want to bring up, your honesty. Your honesty is what keeps you from regressing. When you can stand there like she did and she fell down in front of Jesus and told him the whole truth, her honesty kept her from regressing. We often regress rather than progress or progress is because we're not always honest. We don't always be truthful to God. We will try to manipulate or lie or try to justify our actions. And this type of mentality keeps you from really moving forward or to, um, how can I say this? It's like a tree. The tree doesn't make noise, but when the tree is a when the tree lets the nutrients hits it, all of a sudden now it becomes very fruitful. It blossoms. That's what I'm trying to say that God wants to blossom your life. The only way that can happen is being honest with God, really examining yourself and standing right before him and just saying, God, I, I, I'm the one who needs help. I admit I cannot do this on my own. I've tried a lot of things and everything seems to fail. I want to test you. I want to I want to try you. I want to touch you because I believe that if I touch you, my life will be will be new. My life will be renewed. My life will have purpose and meaning now going forward. When you push through your obstacles in a righteous way, you can live in perfect peace. You can live in per perfect peace. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, those who keeps their mind stayed on the Lord, he will give you, he will keep you in perfect peace when your mind is on him and him alone. Righteousness simply means being in right standing with God. And so when you're righteous, when you're actually open for God to help you to go to the next level, to experience the next opportunities, it's all about pushing your way to him. He's waiting on you. And he will recognize when you are being genuine and honest with yourself. Because when you touch God, he can sense that it's not just any kind of touch. It's a touch that's laced in faith in him. It's a touch that rings the bell 
that allows the Lord to know that you are now so desperate for change that you're willing to go as far as you can possibly go in order to be healed by the master. So in closing, let's push through those negative feelings. Let's let's try that. Let's try to make this make it a concerted effort to push through all of these negative feelings. You know, those labels, those things that people put on you that you never asked for. Anything that has you living in fear, we need to push through. We need to push our way past the fears and place our trust in the Lord. Because fact of the matter is, the gift that Jesus gave you should never be buried because of fear. It should never be placed in a box with a lid on it. You need to push your way to the master because he has given you power and love and a sound mind. So people of God, it's very simple. It's very plain like the nose on your face. It's all in the push. When you push your way through those things that are blocking you, and when you finally touch Jesus, he'll know. He, he'll know that you want to be whole. So continue to push your way to Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all of your many blessings. We thank you for your love and your kindness and your tender mercies. I pray that all of the people who listens to Full of Life Ministries podcast, that you will continue to strengthen them, to bring guidance and wisdom to our lives. Lord God, I pray that the people who heard this message of hope that came from your throne, that's entitled, It's All in the Push, that they will begin moving in your direction, moving away from sin, moving away from those voices, moving through the crowds that tries to prevent them from receiving from you. Give them boldness, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Give them the mind to want to touch you in a way that you know that healing is going to take place. Because just like the woman with this issue of blood, she was made whole simply because she touched you. So bless, bless, bless them, O oh God. Bless them, keep them, O oh God. Make your face, O oh God, shine upon them because you know what's best. Heavenly Father, I just pray that every person under the sound of my voice, that you will continue to provide the things that they need in order to live a full and meaningful life. We thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you for what you have done. And so we ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, that is it for today or tonight. The episode entitled, It's All in the Push. I'm Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I hope and pray that you really did enjoy this particular episode. If you did, please continue to share these uh, messages. 
this episode. Let your friends and family know about it. Let your church family know about that. We have podcasts that we put out for the world to hear God's message that will bring healing, deliverance, and salvation to everyone who will receive the things that God has in store. So God, we thank you for what you're doing, oh God. And and people of God, I ask that if there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And we are here to serve you. We are so excited for your support. Thank you so much for your love and your generosity. So people of God, again, we will see you down the road and let's people of God continue to do this. In Jesus name, God bless.